Welcome to episode 85 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Danny. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to talk about Echo, the Marvel superhero. Question mark? (laughs) Yeah, both the show and a little bit of the comic. Yep. But first, it's Geeky Weeks. Geeky Week, Geeky Weeks. (laughs) Good job. Thanks. You earned your pay this week. I practice <laughs> once a week. <laughs> All right, he's going first. Danny. Okay. Well, let me think. I watched the first episode of Echo. <laughs> oh, same. Nice. Yeah. Same. I watched the newest episode of Percy Jackson. Oh, same. Goes to the underworld. Uh-oh, spoilers. Oh. I haven't seen it yet. Dang it. I kind of know he's going there, though. That's what been else? the plan the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, trying to think. That's about it. I'm playing some board games with friends tomorrow. And, yeah, that's about it. Busy, busy, busy over here. Busy, busy. It's because on the day we're posting this, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Danny. Whoa. Happy birthday. Didn't we just have one of those last year? Everybody wish Danny a happy birthday. Yes. Everybody in the chat? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, chat. How about you, Amber? How was your geeky week? Um, I haven't been doing a whole lot. Just been mostly playing some Pokemon Violet. Uh, getting through that. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, besides that, yeah, I watched Percy Jackson. Watched the first episode of The Bachelor this season. Um, that's going. <laughs> it's going. For some reason, they decided to add sisters who are both there to date the guy oh and it's it's weird the older i I get the closer in age i get to the people on the show and i'm like huh you question their choices yeah (laughs) i saw on instagram that they posted the guy and they said new record and it was a slideshow of all of like the girls he kissed on the first night or something. They they also had the most women on night one, is what they said. Uh, maybe that was it then. Yeah, but he did kiss a lot of girls. So. But, yeah. That's, that's my geeky week. Sitting over here trying to figure out what's geeky about The Bachelor. It's a show that I'm watching. That's what's geeky about The Bachelor. Oh, I finished the Scott Pilgrim show. There was a Scott Pilgrim show? On Netflix, yeah. Hmm. Did not know that. It's a cartoon with like all of the original voice actors. Oh, wow. From the movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it's like in the style of the comics. Neat. We should do a Scott Pilgrim episode. I didn't think you liked that. Why? 
Oh, you didn't like somebody from it. Yeah, I don't like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Well, I don't like the whole the whole pixie manic pixie dream girl trope, but the show does that better than the movie does. Gotcha. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. Much more geeky than The Bachelor. A little bit, yeah. I'd say a little bit. <laughs> Less kissing on the first episode. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's sparks. <laughs> okay. Anything else? I think that's it. At least that's all that I can remember right now, and I don't want to pull a Danny. <laughs> <laughs> You can Rower cut out right my out pauses. Oh, trust me, I do. <laughs> there, there is boxes of pauses all over the floor here. <laughs> what if we make an episode that is just combined Danny pauses? <laughs> the special Danny pause tribute. It's just me going. Uh... Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> special birthday episode. It'd be a 10-hour telethon. Yeah. Okay, what about you? So, this week, last week we talked about game jams. Yeah. And we had a game jam. Yeah. But it was, uh, it wasn't the same without you guys in the same area. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was a little, little hard, but we came up with a theme together. Or the theme was given to us, but we came up with an idea together. And uh, I just started working on it. Yeah, while you I guys, was working 14 hours. You guys helped me fill in some blanks along the way, but I just kept on uh, chugging away at it and got it submitted in time. So nice. it's not up on itch.io yet, but you can play a, a, a demo of it at familygeekery.com slash crapbasket.html. <laughs> Do you still own crapbasket.com? Yeah, I'll have to put it up there. That'd be a lot easier to get to. <laughs> but yeah, we came up with the uh, the idea of picking up uh, poop from a dog park and uh, giving it back to its owner in a forceful manner. <laughs> but Also, the- go visit crapbasket.com. It's um, got a great surprise. You. <laughs> I think I paid someone on Fiverr for that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we did that. And then, hey, I downloaded a game today on my iPad. Oh. You guys you guys sitting down? Yeah. Huh? It's a, it's a Nimblebit game. Nimblebit? Is it new? It's new. What is it? It's called Pocket Trucks. <laughs> no way <laughs> it's basically pocket train but you're in trucks instead of a train okay but I think they've got a new either uh, studio or developer or, um, publisher or something so it still says nimble bit but there's another name on there too so I think they're just putting out a new game that uh so far, it's it's kind of fun. I'm downloading it right now. Nothing wrong with Nimblebit. We did a whole episode on Nimblebit. We did. Go check that out in our back catalog. 
Yeah, but that's about it. That uh, played some other games, but nothing much to mention. I downloaded Pal World, but I haven't played it yet. <gasps> oh, I want. I, I've been. That's one that I've been debating because I want to play all those cool games, but then I, I just end up playing League or you want you want to play it before it gets taken down forcefully by Nintendo. Yeah, see that's the thing. <laughs> but but I don't know. I, I I need a game to play when I'm bored. Well I'll have to check it out and report back to you. Yeah. But yeah, it's it looks interesting. And it's only you know, I I get it through Game Pass. Yeah. But even on Steam, it's only a twenty nine ninety nine game. I was expecting it to be like a triple right. A price. Yeah. So kudos to them for for putting out a game for less than a million dollars these days. But yeah, that's about it for this week. So let's get into the topic. We're going to talk about Echo. Echo being uh, the new show that started recently on Disney Plus kind of extending from the Hawkeye series of last year. Mm-hmm. And did you guys watch Hawkeye? I did. I did not. It was good. I liked it. It was really good. And they uh, they threw enough of the flashbacks into this to kind of catch you up if you didn't watch yeah. it. But you should watch it. Because it doesn't kind of tell everything, but it tells enough. Yeah. So this kind of extends on that storyline of Kingpin's involvement in the MCU. And uh, good to see the Kingpin carrying on, escaping the the grasp of Netflix and and making it into the the real Disney version of Marvel. Same with Daredevil. Yeah. Yep, Daredevil. Which he already showed up in She-Hulk, but... Shows up again. Where there's the kingpin, there's got to be Daredevil. That's for sure. But yeah, you, what do you want to talk about first? The the show? Because you guys have just seen one episode. Uh-huh. I've seen almost all of them so far. Or do you want to talk about the uh, the comics that we picked out to read? Let's do the show. All right. So before we get into the show can we just take a second to talk about alica cox the actress who plays echo she's so cool she's fantastic they also i'll have to give credit to the to the casting people they found a child actor who looks just like her oh yeah that was great like the same crazy same entire face is crazy now, did you know that the actress has done no acting before she was in the uh, Hawkeye series? Really? She hmm. said she did a, like a middle school play, but she was in the background. She didn't have any you know, lead parts or anything. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. So no, no acting experience, but there was a casting call for a deaf uh, Native American uh-huh. And she said she had three separate friends kind of 
egg her on and tell her that she should go to the casting call and she did and, and she nailed it. Wow. So she is really deaf in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh but but fascinating to me and and I don't have a lot of experience with deaf interactions, but when she when she mouths some of the uh you know her her lines Mm-hmm. Like you can hear her speaking them. And that's got to be hard for someone who is born deaf. Yeah. I know if, if you go deaf at some point, then you have, you, you have the physical ability to speak, you know, but mm-hmm. so I thought that was pretty cool. All the rest of the actors that are in the show with her that do the sign language. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Even the ones that I recognize some of them as being, you know, actors that have been around for a long time. So they obviously learned for for the show. Mm-hmm. But I right. think the, the Charlie character. Have you met the Charlie character yet? He works he in the, the the cousin or the roller skating guy. He works in the roller skating rink. Okay. He yeah. does a real he does a real good job. Um, I would. I would have to guess that he had prior experience to uh, to ASL before the show. Hmm. But yeah, so actors are great. Um, and the story is, like I said, basically following on from the, the storyline of the Hawkeye series. Yeah. She's escaping or running away from New York. From, from Fisk's men. Yeah, she's... She she upset some people. <laughs> Who'd have thunk by killing the kingpin? <laughs> Apparently <laughs> shooting him in the eye. <laughs> and uh yeah, so she's going back to uh back to her hometown, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of hide out and regroup and and figure out what she wants to do to uh you know fix her situation of being in trouble for apparently killing the the kingpin she said she wants to become the queen yeah Yeah. she said it's time for a queen the queen pin (laughs) (laughs) and later in one of the episodes she actually uses that term oh really yeah nice i wish i could we'll have to go back and pause the uh to see what the sign language version of queen pin is (laughs) (laughs) Her backstory is very sad. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was yeah. thinking to myself, she has a very Disney backstory because Disney likes to kill off all her parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it took her leg too. Oh, yeah. I, I think Disney may be responsible for that because in the <laughs> comics, her mom ran away. <laughs> oh. Oh. But her dad did get did get killed but yeah that's basically the uh i told a lot of her backstory in that first Mm -hmm. episode yeah uh being sent away to new york with her father because the grandmother i guess just couldn't stand to have her there and the grandmother basically blamed the father for her mother's death so sent her away very sad because she had to leave her her cousin and uh, that's where she eventually 
meets up with Fisk, who is uh, business partners with her dad. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of like adopts her as one of his own after after her father dies. Yep. And there's that whole dynamic, uh, their, their interaction together kind of uh, grows throughout the series and you get to see more and more of the, the story. So, Oh, like more flashback. Yep. More flashbacks, more real time, you know, current time interactions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just fantastic. Cause it, there, there's some, uh, technology that gets employed that, that if it doesn't exist, I, I hope it does exist. If it, if it doesn't, it should be worked on right away. You'll, you'll understand that when you get to those episodes. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically just getting the backstory and, uh, knowing that there's potentially going to be a, a war between some, uh, some groups. Her versus Kingpin. <laughs> Her versus the criminal empire of New York city. <laughs> But it's okay. So what parts of the first episode were in Hawkeye? Like, was her backstory in Hawkeye? or There was a little bit of her backstory in Hawkeye. Just basically kind of like her relationship with her dad, I think. Mm -hmm. Because we see that Hawkeye, or the Ronin, kills her dad. But... That's that's basically it, I think. Hmm. I think in Hawkeye also we see her dad and her talking about one of their Native American stories. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, all of the stuff with her mom and and her grandma, that's all added. Hmm. So. And the weird mystical backstory of the cave people (laughs) yeah i don't know why they had that i'm i'm only assuming that that's got to be like the real story for the choctaw is that what they are yeah possibly um i i really hope that they're like deriving that from like a real story and not just like adding it because it's marvel but yeah, it kind of reminds <laughs> me a little bit of the backstory that they did in the with the Namor storyline oh. in, in the uh, Black Panther movie. I don't remember that. It looked very Eternals to me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But that could just be the Marvelification of this real story. It could. Yeah, it could very well be an animated movie coming out to a theater near you. <laughs> yeah, but let's uh let's talk about her from the comics. Yeah. Because there's there's some similarities. <laughs> that, that word didn't come out right. There's some Good similarities. One. Similarities. <laughs> I just invented a word. And there's but there's a lot of differences. Yeah. And the of the two issues that we read, some of those differences are, are apparent right away, but then there's a lot of other stuff going on that wasn't in those. 
mm-hmm. issues. So we chose to to read her first two appearances, and it came in the Daredevil series of the nineties, late very late nineties. Oh, this is nineties. I think it was ninety nine. Oh wow. Oh, this looks good for the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, the series, this particular series of Daredevil started in 99, and these issues came out in 2000. So issues number 9 and 10 of the Daredevil series from the 90s. And we didn't obviously read the first eight issues before it, but it seems like it's kind of a reboot. Yeah. Because we see possibly a young Matt Murdock and Foggy Bottom. Is that his name? Foggy Bottom. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> Foggy something. Um, you know, start getting getting ready to start their law practice. Yeah. So very similar to the uh, the intro of them in the Netflix series, but yeah. So we kind of get to see Daredevil's origin story. Well, not his origin story, but just like I don't know, some non Daredevil part. Yeah. So those are those are the issues that we chose because that was her first appearance in the Marvel comics. And the that first issue, that issue number nine, was really neat how they kind of showed a Daredevil backstory and an mm-hmm. Echo backstory kind of running in parallel to each other. Yeah. And you've got to see this comic because they add so many different like art pieces especially in echo's backstory like little crayon drawings about when she was a kid and stuff like that it's it's quite adorable yeah it's really neat the little phrases running up and down the drawings yeah kind of telling a story of their own but yeah so we're learning about daredevil which most people know about but at the same time we're learning about this maya lopez character who is obviously completely new at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, we also learned that Daredevil used to date Black Widow. <laughs> which, which is kind of random to me. <laughs> she just popped in for a second. She, she pops in and is like, I know you play the piano and you're sad. <laughs> yeah. Former think- Soviet spy and my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and this looks like it, it, it seems like it happens right after... Is it Karen? Yeah. Died, which I think that's their legal assistant. Yeah, that's their secretary. And apparently Daredevil's love interest. But I didn't get that far in the TV show to see if that actually happens. Oh, there's there's some chemistry there. Okay. Not as much chemistry as Daredevil and She-Hulk. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the walk of shame. <laughs> she Hulk looks so weird. I'm sorry, that was that was a flop. <laughs> flop CGI. This drawing says Sir poops a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hidden gems in those drawings. <laughs> but anyways, one interesting thing about Echo in the comics is She's kind of like a prodigy, like Mm -hmm. a piano prodigy somehow, just by looking at people move their fingers on the keys. She's learned to also like 
ma- like play masterpieces like crazy just by looking. Well, that's her. That's her special talent. That's her special talent. She can duplicate any physical action that she sees. So, in in that case, piano. But in, also, they show her doing ballet and and fighting, like copying moves from from boxing matches and stuff. Yeah. So she learns um, how to fight against people by watching them fight. So she can kind of mm-hmm. mimic their fighting style and. That gets her leg up on, on a lot of things. Did they explain that in the show? No. no she just kind of is crazy cool in the show. Yeah, mm. that Which particular skill fair. doesn't that skill doesn't show up in the show. It's kind of been replaced by her glowing hands. Wait, what? <laughs> by, I didn't get that by, far. By the glowing hands of the the cave people. But why? I'm not sure. Marvel. <laughs> What's wrong with a perfectly awesome character? She's so cool in this. Okay. Maybe the ability to duplicate any physical action was just not believable. Nothing. But Daredevil <laughs> is? Unbelievable. <laughs> but, but Galactus is. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so in this comic, we've got Daredevil trying to get his uh, his practice off the ground. Um, has a new person that's uh, coming in to spill the beans on Kingpin. Oops, and, he gets shot. And yeah, so he gets uh, he gets <laughs> sniped by the Murphy twins, which aren't named, but they keep on saying Murphy's Law or Murphy something or other. Yeah. But those are the, the Murphy twins. One's always got a frown and one's always got a smile. And they oh, talk. I didn't, I didn't notice that. And they talk in idioms. I thought for sure it was going to be Bullseye when when I first saw like a, a sniper scope or something. Mm. But nope, not so lucky. We get the Murphy nope. twins. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye comes later into the. Uh, the storyline of Echo uh, down the road a little bit. What, in the show? No, in the comics. Oh. Where uh, she watches uh, she watches Daredevil fight Bullseye from like a surveillance tape to learn how Daredevil fights. Oh. Mm. So we got Daredevil trying to track down the, the person that killed his... Uh, potentially lead witness against Fisk. And uh, at the same time, Fisk is uh, telling Maya, hey, I've got a job for you. Hey, this Matt guy, he's kind of (laughs) single. And I think you should go work your magic. And I think he killed your father. Yeah. Also, somehow, uh, he killed your father. (laughs) Yeah. Not, totally not me. I didn't kill your father. It wasn't me. It was this guy who Classic 20 years ago killed your father when he's only like 30. <laughs> Classic redirect. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was him. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they pay Fisk the big bucks. So they end up meeting. Yeah, she she struts on into his 
a law firm and it's like, um, I'm doing a show. Here you go. You meet me after for coffee. (laughs) She, she, at first she thinks that, um, Foggy and Matt are gay, (laughs) which is so funny. And honestly, like progressive for 2000, 2000. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of there was a lot of uh, you know sitcom movies in that time frame where the whole mistaken for gay thing was just a, a funny bit to to do. Mm. Mm. Maybe not so progressive, but <laughs> it was funny. Getting there, getting there, and I don't know. It's I'm sure she can read lips well in the TV show, but it's. It's cool that, like, it, I don't know. In the comic, it's like, oh, well, he's blind and she's deaf, so it's hard for them c- to communicate. But, oh, she can just read lips. And she can And speak she talks, perfectly. yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the things that it said in her, kind of her bio, is that using her ability to mimic things gave her the perfect ability to talk. That makes sense. Okay. By By watching watching people talk she can mimic that perfectly i mean it's a lot easier to read words on a page than to read so <laughs> <laughs> i'll 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 give marvel that one <laughs> we gotta figure out how to give her the ability to speak again <laughs> but also interestingly she's not an amputee in the comics at least not yet. I don't know if that becomes part of her character later on. It may be just a part of her character because she is in real life. Oh, I didn't know she was in real life. Yeah. I think oh. the the thing that I read said that she hasn't disclosed how that happened. Uh, no, okay. She has not publicly revealed what led to her need for a prosthetic. Well, go her. Yeah. Okay. She's, in, she's entitled to privacy. Yeah. Speaking of that, one of the scenes in the TV show that I really liked was when she was fighting Daredevil and he, like, Spoiler. went to go hit her leg. Yeah. And, like, it went, like, thunk Clang. and he looked, like, really confused. <laughs> and then she was, she was able to, like, kick back. And I didn't, I didn't pick it up at first, and then I thought about it. And I was like, "Oh, that makes more sense." Yeah, he's blind. He doesn't understand that he just like, hit what? something that wasn't leg. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was a nice, nice little scene. Now, I would think his Doppler, uh, his perfect Doppler recreation, would determine densities, but maybe in the heat of battle, not so much. Also, can we talk about how hilarious in the TV show it is that they're, like, go-to person for, like, medical attention is, um, what are they called? A mortician? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if we need to fix somebody or if we need to get rid of somebody, this is who we call. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I really like the character... That's her kind of sidekick buddy from her hometown that's uh, carting her around in the car and the truck. I, I don't, we haven't gotten there. 
Her oh. cousin? The cousin with a dog? It's not not the female cousin, but it's a guy. Yeah, yeah. Is he that he's a he's the one that she meets when she like breaks into the house. He reminds me house. he reminds me of a cross between uh Leonard from Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory and is it Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. I so thought you were gonna say like George Lopez. No, combine those two together. Jack Black. That's who this guy reminds me of. <laughs> that's funny. He 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 makes for some good comedy relief throughout the whole show. The show needs some comedy relief. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little intense at times. But yeah, so later on in the comics, after what we read, we read I think mm-hmm. they end up dating. I ship it, but... Wait, oof. Daredevil? She finds cousin. out. Uh, <laughs> Daredevil and Maya. <laughs> she finds out who he is because oh. she she recognizes a scar on his uh, on his head. You know he got shot. Yeah. You know the, the bullet the grazed bullet his. Grazed him. So she noticed that from uh, when when she's fighting him, and then she noticed oh. that when she's you know dating him as. Uh, Matt Murdock. Oh no! But that's actually a good thing because she figures out at that point. This guy they, is way too young to kill my dad twenty years ago. Right. <laughs> not wait. Not no, her dad doesn't die twenty years ago. When does her dad die? I thought she was young in the in the yeah. Oh, in the comic, she's young when her dad dies. Right. Yeah. In the show, she's old when her dad dies. But I think she knows by his uh, by his character that he couldn't have been yeah. the one that killed her father. Hmm. And then later on in the comics, she uh, she meets Moon Knight as a stripper. What? I what? Haven't read, haven't read that, but that's just one of the highlights. I need that in the show. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Crossover. Let's, let's see what it says. Oh, while. Oh, while undercover as a stripper, my encountered oh. Moon Knight. Okay, that that's a little part that I left out there. So she's undercover as a she's stripper, undercover. not Moon Knight. Oh, dang! That'd she be a uh, she fights side by side with Wolverine for a while. Oh. She hangs out with Captain Marvel, and okay. currently, she is the uh, the host of the Phoenix Force. Like Jean Grey. Yeah. Like currently in 2024? Like currently in, yeah. In modern wow. comics, she has the powers of the Phoenix. That's cool. Yep. So she's she's gotten around. She got that as a part of the uh, Contest of Champions. I guess the Contest of Champions was uh, used to determine who would be the next host. Oh, and, and she, she won the whole thing? Well, she, I think she had to fight Namor, and she didn't win that. But oh. hmm. the Phoenix Force did see enough in her to... Uh, Choose a woman? To bestow it upon her, yeah. Nice. Hmm. I guess losing against Namor is okay. Namor's yeah, kind of OP. That's kind of inevitable. Inevitable. 
Yeah. I'm mixing up all my words today. Wait, is that why you texted? Oh, Danny, why'd you text us? I need her in my in my contest of champions squad. Because in contest of champions game, you're just 1v1ing other people and she fights really well. Okay. So she'd be able to kick everyone's butt. True. Yeah, I thought she was in the game, but I think I was misremembering. There's another person in the game that has the ability to mimic people's fighting styles. Yeah. I forget who that was. Was it Guillotine? It was somebody. Guillotine. Someone. But she would be a cool character to add. I don't know if they still add stuff to that game. I think they're currently doing a uh, like a fan vote. And I think she's one of the people that's in there. Did they ever add Dazzler? I know Dazzler is part of a fan vote. I don't think so. I haven't played that game in a long time. Yeah, it's been a few years. So what do you guys think? You think you're going to finish out the uh, the series? The show? I, yeah. Yeah. I think I might watch it. I don't really watch the Marvel TV shows because <laughs> I don't know. I I like their movies better, but maybe I'll watch this one because I want to know what happens. You kind of have to because the shows are getting baked into the movies anymore. Yeah. And like every show is like crossover with another one. And then the movies yeah. have characters from the shows and all that. Have they showed Echo is eventually joining some team in the, in the movies? Or am I thinking of Ghost? I'm thinking of Ghost. Uh, I don't know. But that um, uh, that fan vote for Contest of Champions with Echo in it was January 2023. Oh, that was a year ago. a whole year ago. <laughs> they need to do it Sorry again. About that. So... I, if I you play Contest of Champions, let us know. Is Echo in the game? <laughs> I still don't think it's 2024 yet. <laughs> so when right. I saw January 2023, I probably thought it was now. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So, yeah, let's finish out this series. And I may read a couple more of those Daredevil books just to see what's going on in those, too. Yeah. They're kind of a neat storyline going on. For sure. For sure. Yeah, let us know, listeners out there, let us know what you think about Echo. Have you seen the show yet? Have you read any of the comics? She's got a current comic right now called Echo and Daredevil. Or is it Daredevil and Echo? Are they dating in the comics still? I don't know. I'll have to check that one out, too. I ship it. But I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for listening to us. Go check out Echo on Disney Plus. Go check out Daredevil from the nineties and uh, Marvel and Marvel Limited. Unlimited. Marvel and Unlimited, you should sponsor us. And go check out the Crap Basket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So that's going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening, as always. Until next time. Peace, peace out. out. And, and peek out. out.
Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.